Ladies and gentlemen. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yes, it is. I'm very excited to get into this. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello, 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I'm the new and improved Margalista with new streaming stuff. Ooh. Look at the platform, it's all smeek and smiled, and we're on Twitch now. Hey, hello Twitch. Hello the Twitchies, we are now on Twitch, on the Fred the Alien Twitch, that's what it's called, so it's... It's yep. uh, twitch.com slash TV uh, for the alien Twitch. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And I'm a Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of Streamlabs. And look, we've got all our stuff up here in logos and that. And we've got borders. Oh, yes. fancy borders. But we're not, we're not doctors. We're not doctors with borders. We're just, <laughs> just plain old nerds with borders. Just nerds with borders. Nerds with borders. Nerds ah, with... Ah. It looks great on my end. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm glad. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, um, firstly, we should just address um, the elephant in the room. Fulia is not with us tonight. How dare you call her an elephant? She's a beautiful elephant if she's an elephant, but, you know. Oh, but she's her. not in the room. So. She's not in the room. So she's not the elephant. The elephant, in the, room elephant. Is the, f- the elephant in the room is the fact that she's not in the room. I get you. Yep. Anyway. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, she couldn't join us tonight, um, but we're sending all of our love and hugs to her, and she will be back on the show next week. So... Hopefully she'll join the stream maybe at some point um, or she'll, she'll she'll comment in. I don't know. But um, it could be a nice surprise. Hopefully she does. But we'll yeah. see. Hopefully work out how to do these comments instead of me just switching between tabs. Yeah, you're going to have to mod. Mm. At the moment, mm. we've only got one and it's from Ash. Hey, Ash. Ash. Hey, Ash. Thank you for being here. The music is banging. Us. Yes. I'm glad, glad you like the music. Yes, uh, on the, well, I actually said what it was, but uh, I need to ask permission if uh, I forgot, so. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. That's all right. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. No, no. I need copy fr- copyright-free music and, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I had to get it off hand, but it sounded good. Oh, good, I'm glad. I'm very, very glad. All right, let's get into it. Michael, 
Yes. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? Well, not much. Uh, I had a bit of a cold this week. Uh, oh. Yeah, got tested. No COVID yet. Good. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Everyone around me has got COVID except me. Am I the lucky one? Am I the one in a million? Uh, Are you the anomaly? Am I the anomaly? Am I the am I the book of ill? Am I the was it Book of Eli? Yeah, Book of Eli. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? The Last of Us. Am I? Mm. Am I? Am I? Am I Elliot Page? <laughs> yes, I have the cure within my body. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I've been Jesus. tackling that, and my voice yes. st- still sounds a bit croaky. So for, for, forgive all the uh, the the ear old files that that listen to us week for week is like yes i don't sound the same but uh i haven't been watching much just been looking out because just the colds just went through our house and so i had to deal with that so no firefly this week unfortunately mm, but sad face there's a lot of stuff that actually got dropped this week so uh, i i got to watch that um i there's new episodes of uh uh, what we do in the shadows. So season, yeah. season four? four, yeah, I think it's season four. Yeah, the first two episodes uh, that have come out, so I watched them. Really mm-hmm. funny, and I like I like to see where this where it's going, and what they're doing. So get on it, vampires! They suck. I, need, <laughs> I really need to. <laughs> yeah, make mm-hmm. fun of the genre, and it's also a genre film as well. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Uh, with that, um, the new Bob's Burgers movie came out on Disney Plus. Yes, it did. I haven't really watched much Bob's Burgers, so I was, I'm expecting it being like the Simpsons movie, where you don't have to watch like every single episode to get it. Yeah. And yeah, it was good. Good story by itself, and a musical apparently. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that too. So till oh. I watched it, I was like, oh, there's a bit of singing here. It's like, but it's it's done with a twist. Well, well, I see a twist anyway. It's it's not your it's not your um, you know Disney musical sort of um, movie larky. Uh, it's it's ordinary people trying to sing. <laughs> so it's pretty cool, uh, and I highly recommend it. Nice. Just just a bit of fun, and also on Disney Plus, the new Assemble. Uh, came out for Doctor Strange. Yeah. You seen the Kindle? No. I haven't. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I, hopefully this week I'll get around to it. That's right. Uh, shall I spoil it for you? Yeah, maybe? yeah. I don't. I don't care. It's fine. It's behind the scenes stuff. I'll get to it. Yeah. But they, I, I know. I know about the Bruce Campbell a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That he does. That was that was a bit of fun and a good surprise for me. It's like, oh my god, it's like it's like the Night Gallery. I love it. <laughs> he does like little intros he's like he's great and they do a, a uh i will say they do a hefty like segment on uh sam raimi and his films and they do touch on some some of the uh raimiisms that are in this particular movie and i nice. i really quite appreciate that especially and i do find it a lot uh, uh, uh heaps funny that they don't mention john lizzie <laughs> Lidzinski at all so I'm thinking it was later down the track 
that he was. Oh, John Krasinski. Yeah, that guy. Ah. John. Uh, James. Guy from The Office. Yeah, I think there's there's been talk on the internet of like um, some of some of the Illuminati stuff wasn't all filmed. Yeah, like at, the the actors weren't actually all on set all together when it was filmed. I think. Yeah, I think they pushed it like all the way out to the way. Yeah. Uh, mm. Probably on the same year as they they've been trying to do it. It's like, oh, we can't find anyone. Uh, Daniel Craig, where is he? It's like, yeah, you're in it. It's like, I'm not going anywhere. It's COVID. It's like, okay, fine. Uh, get someone else. You know, you know that yeah, story. Yeah. He was going to be yeah. Thor's yeah, brother. Think, yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been interesting. That was a yeah, that was a thing, and so it was like ah, get everyone, get just and a little tidbit that I want to put in here because it it will affect other things that I'm going to say in future parts of this of this program. Uh, uh, um, Black Bolt dying, and the little thing there is like Kevin, what's going on? <laughs> Especially this week. Uh, yeah, I know. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, so a little tidbit there. So I really enjoyed it, and it was fun, and yeah, and it got me watching uh, uh, so some episodes of um, Ash versus Evil Dead because that's that was pretty fun as well. And uh, Red Letter Media uh, did a commentary on uh, Army of Darkness, which was pretty oh. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you got to watch them, Kendall. They're, they're a bit of fun. I will make you watch them. Please do. <laughs> then you know what I'm talking about. It's like, ah, the the Oldsmobile, <laughs> which is a, which is in which is in Evil Dead as well as uh, Spider Man. Yeah, Uncle Ben's car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Very cool. And also the yeah. So I, I think you enjoy it too. Also. Uh, from previous what we watched is The Boys Wrapped Up. Yes. Season yes. three. I will, can I just cut in and just say that's the only thing that I'm mentioning that I watched because I haven't really had a lot of chance this week to watch much. So I was just going to talk about The Boys. So do you want to have a brief discussion about The Boys and how it wrapped up? I will mention uh, it made me sick. By the end, yeah, that ending uh, was a bit uh, real. It's like um, it made me, oh. it made me in a good way not looking forward to the next season. Yeah, I that's that's a very nice way of putting it. I I kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about you, Kendall? What about you and your boys? What's up with your boys? Me and the boys. Me and the boys. Oh, you're like one of the boys, Kendall. One of the boys. One of the boys. That already. Which that's that statement. I just have to say, not to get into a quickie review of some kind here, but like that, it just felt kind of off when I realized, you know, the camera pans to Kamiko, and it's like there's already a girl on the team. Why are we making a deal about? Starlight joining the boys because she's like one of the boys. <laughs> it's that is that Auntie that Do- is that Auntie Donna sketch? Yeah, <laughs> with Michelle Brazier. It's like ah, oh, she's like one of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like <laughs> she's like behind the door going, oh fuck this. 
the things I do to get accepted. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, the boy, yeah, the boys wrapped up, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. But uh, I, yeah, I was, I was happy with the way it ended. Um, I, I mean, I kind of feel like it's, it's gonna get to a point where they're gonna. I mean, I know there was a major ish character that died, but we had we had a couple of fake outs, and um, that's fine. But this. With the amount of violence and the amount of tension and the amount of imminent threat and danger that all these characters seem to find themselves in constantly, there's going to have to be some killing at some point, some permadeaths going on. Yeah. That's my that's my only qualm, I think, with it. Um, but I'm loving where they're taking Homelander. It scares me and excites me simultaneously. Hmm. Um and uh, but it but it wrapped up all the storylines that it needed to wrap up for season three, and uh, it made me really, yeah, love love the third season quite a bit. It's just I love the direction. It's every year it just gets you know gets better in terms of like the narrative, like the main storyline. I just think is is really great on this show. So I was very happy with the ending. Yeah, even the Seth Rogen cameo. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you. You can pick anything that you want. He could literally play any character he wanted in this. Because you're, you know, executive producer and all that, and you chose to do that. Mad yep. respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta respect the rogues. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about the future of Butcher, though, I will say. Mm, ticking clock. Ticking time bomb. Um, but that's that ups the stakes again, so... Um, yeah, I have no idea what, what's in store next season. I guess we'll we'll find out. I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. It was so good. I'm sad it's over now. But, yeah, I really, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything else you want to get off your chest about it, Mike? Or uh, shall we, shall I, we wrap up I just up feel yucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, just feel yucky. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> also, I just kind of hate that Ryan has just kind of turned on the good guys. Because he's somehow been corrupted because of Butcher turning his back on but, him, I well, think. Considering I he hasn't really done much in three seasons, I think having the next season like solely for well yeah the the uh the fight for ryan's soul in the next one yeah yeah that'll be very intense yucky yucky and all Gross. the th- and all the themes of um uh fathers and sons and and ha- how you grow up to try and not be your father but you turn out to be your father and shit like that and yeah it's, mm. it's scary it's very scary. And I look at my boy as I like, don't be like me. Be better than me. Don't, don't say that. Don't be a fucking disappointment. <laughs> that was a good Jensen. Well done. <laughs> well, all I have to do is sound like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my brother. We drive in a fucking car and fight ghosts and shit (laughs) (laughs) Fully is gonna love that oh my god (laughs) and I've got a crush on 
Daphne from Scooby Doo. That's the only episode I've probably probably seen. <laughs> Good episode though. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, there is one? I'm watching yeah. that. <laughs> it's such a good episode. Anyway, we need to get on get on get on target, stay on target, gold leader. Um, because uh, it's time to get into the week there was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right. And Fully is in the stream. Fully is in the stream. Hey, Fully. Yes. Hey, Fully. That's that's my that's my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did she hear the impression? I think she did. Ah! <laughs> Maybe. Uh, don't, yeah, she said, don't diss uh, SPN. What, the the news outlet? What are you talking about? ESPN. Uh, That's sports. That's, no, I don't S- watch sport. SPN is the abbreviation for Supernatural. Splat. Split. 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 Anyway, nerdy yep. news. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. We have some cool Marvel news to discuss. Um, cool. But th- this first story is not as cool as the second story um, because uh, this week it was announced that Daniel Kaluuya, um, who was Wakabi in uh, the first Black Panther film, um, I think it was Wakabi was his name, um, he, unfortunately, will not be reprising his role uh, in Black Panther Wakanda forever. Um very sad to see this because I'm a big fan of his um, and I did kind of feel his character in Black Panther was probably the most underwritten um, but then again there wasn't a lot of time really to focus on him so he didn't really have a lot of room to develop and grow other than being T'Challa's best friend and um, and bloody um, oh, why am I blank Okoye's uh, white, uh, husband yeah Wakabi Wakabi, I got the name right. I'm very happy with myself. Um, so, yeah. Unfortunately, it's due to scheduling. Uh, so, when Wakanda Forever was filming, uh, Nope, the Jordan Peele horror film that's about to come out. Um, Daniel Kaluuya is obviously in that. He was filming that at the same time. So, scheduling prevented him from joining, once again, the Marvel Universe. So, yeah. I'm, I'm very disappointed to hear this, but... Uh, if there's a black plant, if there's a Black Panther three, God, try saying that really fast. Black Panther three. Um, black Panther three. Black yes. Panther three. Yeah, see, you got to do Blantha. It's Blantha. Blantha. <laughs> um, black Panther three. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Bank loan, yeah. <laughs> um, then hopefully uh, he'll return. Then um, I am fully expecting a, a Black Panther three though at some point. Um, but who knows? We're going to get through number two first. Michael, um, what are your thoughts on, on this uh, disappointing news? Yeah, they asked him, can you return to Black Panther? And he said, nope. <laughs> Thank you. Low-hanging like fruit. Low-hanging <laughs> fruit. Fish in a barrel. <laughs> Fish in a barrel. Mugshot, mugshot. Speaking of which, uh, Fulia yeah. uh, got back to me talking about my impression of Knuckles. Uh, I heard it, and I don't like it. 
yeah, a bit of a shame he, he can't go back, but if they've... Uh, if they got a story, like, within him, that would be cool. Uh, for for episode three, for Black Panthers. But mm. we don't know what the story is going to. Yeah, so I don't really have much to, to talk about because... Yeah, that's okay. Uh, did you match in the first one? I can't remember. Hmm. I, I knew he was a leader for, for one of the one of the um, tribes. Second item in the news, also MCU related, because we have a, a, a very good actor, I think, joining the cast of the upcoming Marvel Studios series Ironheart on Disney Plus. Ironheart. Um, Ironheart. Alden Ehrenreich, who is mostly known, of course, for playing a younger Han Solo in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Oh. Um, yes. Has joined the cast of Ironheart in a key role, uh, but it is not known at this time what role that is. Um, so, who knows? Um, I'm just really excited to see him in another project because I've been re-engaging a lot with Star Wars, like the more recent stuff recently for lack of a better phrase hmm. and uh i was thinking about rewatching solo because like there's just i don't know i've only seen it the one time and as much as it just to me at the time did feel like a tick the box kind of a nostalgia film that just didn't fully satisfy me i wanted to go back and watch it again and see if there's actually anything in it that is worth watching it twice yeah. um but um but yeah i've been wondering like okay where i know olden aaron reich was in that and you know obviously the movie didn't do as well as everyone hoped so he seemed to kind of go away but i think he obviously he's kept working but i haven't really seen him in anything for so long so i was he was like where are you and now here he is gonna be in Ironheart. so uh joining the mcu very very excited um we don't really know much about Ironheart. Uh, the series at least at this time um there have been a few other actors cast of course Dominique Thorne is playing Riri Williams the titular Ironheart herself Mm. um who else do we have um Anthony Ramos from Hamilton and In the Heights he's very very cool um and Manny Montana uh from uh I think he's in Mayans and he's in a show I watch called uh, Good Girls which I highly recommend um he's a very good actor as well he plays the the villain of that series um but yeah I'm I'm keen I'm keen to see what Alden can bring to the Marvel side of the Disney world um Michael what are your thoughts on this casting announcement Oh yeah, he's uh, he hasn't really done much that I know of, like outside genre stuff. So, mm. so yeah, uh, all 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 props to him and this uh, Ironheart uh, TV show uh, sounds great because she's also uh, being introduced in the um, Wakanda Forever movie as well. Mm. So we're going to get to know more about her. Uh, and being the prodigy of um, Mr. Stark himself. So that'll be cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And how the MCU is slowly turning uh, to more newer uh, uh, superheroes, except for the OGs that we've already seen, which is good because until they start like recasting within the universe, which 
bound to happen someday, uh, some way or other, even if it's taking people over from other universes. Uh, Ash has also uh, said, Solo was a really good movie. Uh, And terrible Star Wars movie. Yeah, true. Uh, But a good good movie, uh, generally speaking. I I agree. It was definitely uh, a different take on Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, as someone who actually really enjoyed uh, the last... The Last Samurai, The the Last Jedi. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But n- not a good uh, thing. So, yeah. More, more, more. We want more. We want more Alden. More yeah. Alden all the time. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next item. Crossing the pond to DC, sort of. Because um, I have some news relating to uh, one filmmaker by the name of James Gunn, um, who uh, apparently is working on additional and additional three TV series for HBO Max. Mm. Um, this is interesting. Um, there was an interview uh, recently that surfaced on Twitter, of all places. Um, where he says, we are actually working on a few different shows. I'm working on like three new shows now with HBO Max uh, Network in various phases of development. But, you know, the heart and soul is, of course, Peacemaker, end quote. Um, so, yeah, season, season two uh, of Peacemaker, obviously, uh, we are very much well aware of uh, is happening. One of the three shows uh, people are speculating that he's talking about is this upcoming Amanda Waller TV show that's sort of spun out of Peacemaker and Suicide Squad mm. with Vi- with Viola Davis reprising her role. Um, I, so I'm very keen for that. No idea what the other two shows are. They haven't really said anything um, about them, but it's really cool to see that HBO is embracing James Gunn and his creative uh, creative mind and what he can bring to audiences. Because Peace- Peacemaker was clearly a success, um, I think, and it was one of the best shows of the year. Um, it's you know it finished ages ago, and I'm I still think about it. It's just amazing. Plus, we got the pop vinyls in at work, and there's literally a pop vinyl of of Peacemaker holding eagerly. Um, and one where he's dan- he's you know when he's dancing in his his underwear, <sighs> so good. Anyway, um, so I'm excited to find out what these uh, James Gunn projects on HBO Max are going to be. Um, hopefully, it's more superhero content. Um, if if not, I mean, James Gunn is also known for his horror, so I would love to see a horror show uh, produced by him, a horror comedy. Maybe could be could be a fun time. Um, bring Nathan Fillion back back. Slither 2. Make Slither 2. There you go. No, Slither the television series. Yeah. Yeah, Slither 2. Yeah, Slither is a TV show with Nathan Fillion and Elizabeth Banks coming back. um, And Michael Rooker. Um, I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know if any of them die. So I might be speaking out of turn right now, but that's okay. That's okay. Thank you. I I do want to watch that movie. I just... Mm. I haven't gotten around to it. Anyway, Michael, um, any thoughts on this? What do you think that these these unknown shows that he's working on could potentially be? Are you excited? Yes, I'm very excited. And I'll piggyback off uh, what Ash says in the in the chat. Uh, Gunn should put together a sequel 
to uh, to Brightburn. That was amazing. Yes, that's a movie that I really want to see as well. The, the yeah. dark take of S- Superman. Yeah, horror take on yeah. Superman. Of that a little James boy with, some, with big powers. It's like, hmm, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to agree. Uh, yeah, when you said it doesn't have to be um, DC related, it's like, that, that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, with uh, Taika Waititi doing uh, uh, Our Flag Means Death is not necessarily connected to anything. So, so him doing his own sort of... Um, flagship whatever would be cool as well but uh, the way that it looks like if DC does does do good bank with Peacemaker I think let him do do like um, like TV uh, TV versions of DC stuff which 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 suits because like Peacemaker was phenomenal and, mm. and also, it sort of keeps the Snyderverse happening <laughs> in a way. <laughs> so you got a section of the internet relatively happy. <laughs> so yeah, and and yeah, and Waller getting her her uh, TV show, which we didn't know if it was like helmed by Gunn himself, but it's a possibility. I'm I'm quite happy. Quite happy because I, I I do enjoy like game uh, James <laughs> games games John John <laughs> <laughs> Spoonerism it's fun and also mm. tiring at the same time trying to think with both sides of your brains hello yes gold leader oh, shut up <laughs> all right I'll move on then shall I thank you you're welcome save me um, from this ditch. Our next item in the news um, uh, is exciting for, I'm sure, yourself, Michael, and for Fulia, I, I definitely know, because Only Murders in the Building has officially been confirmed for a third season already. It has been renewed. Uh, season two only just started airing on Disney Plus here in Australia and on Hulu if you're in the States. So uh, by all accounts, it's a fantastic series. Uh, you guys have been telling me to watch it for a while. I promise you I will. I and it has been good will. too. I've been watching that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, this is this is, this is is great. It's nice to see when popular shows, especially shows that are everyone says are just really, really funny and well-written and all this is just... It's nice to see them get their... You know, get what they're owed, get more content. But obviously we don't want, you know, them to overstay their welcome. So I don't know... How? Because I was talking to a friend of mine, and she reckoned that it would have been nice, like if it had just been a one and done, uh, then she would have been satisfied with that. But she's happy for the show to keep going. So, um, yeah, very cool, uh, Michael. Um, does this make you happy? Yeah, um, it it's quite surprising. I suppose the numbers of streaming was such a a big bump. I suppose. Why not? I mean. Uh, in all accounts, uh, the people who actually are uh, within it are pretty cool, and they know how to do their jobs. And it's it's great seeing um, like uh, guys do their stuff. And uh, and yeah, Fulia says can't wait for season three, even though uh, it hasn't finished. Uh, it hasn't finished yet. Season two, I'm thinking you're yeah, talking about there. But yeah, really great. Uh, 
they are nice people yeah uh, so and it's great because uh, Steve Martin actually semi-retired from entertainment he was just working about stuff ah. and, then, and then he sort of came back he was like yeah I'll do this thing and he's probably enjoying it really good because it essentially it's he is one of the creators of this TV show and I suppose because he he's a he's a big inspiration f- um, for Bo Burnham and how he does his comedy. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's more introspectful like comedy and and ha- how he does his stuff. Like if you've seen Steve Martin do uh, his his stuff, like way back when, like uh, stand up. Yeah, like stand up, where he was uh, he 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 did a bit on I think it was um, Johnny Carson. Where his whole set was performed in front of dogs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> weird stuff, and it was great. Uh, nice. Yeah. All good. Um, All good. Yeah. Uh, All can't, good. Can't wait. And this season is is coming out pretty pretty strong. Uh, de- dealing with stuff and. Podcasts are weird, man. I should know. Yes. I'm on one right yes. now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, we have one more item in the news to talk about before we move on to our next uh, segment. Uh, and that is, of course, the Emmy nominations uh, came out this week, and I was very pleased um, with a lot. There was a couple of snubs that had me a bit frustrated. Most importantly, uh, Jessica Chastain getting snubbed for scenes from a marriage um, made me very upset, but that's okay. It's fine. Um, I'll get the, the not-so-interesting shows, in, according to nerd culture anyway, uh, out of the show first. <laughs> out of the way first. Um, so leading the nominees was Succession, uh, HBO, um, they have 25 nominations that series, including Australia's Sarah Snook, uh, who has bagged another Emmy nomination for her role in that series, so that's really cool. Um, closely behind uh, Succession, we have Ted Lasso and The White Lotus, which is a HBO series. Uh, both of those shows earned 20 nominations each. Um, And then other shows that scored big were Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, Speak of the Devil, Mm. um, got 17 nominations, which is really cool, Um, except Selena Gomez was snubbed, uh, which is disappointing, but I believe both Steve Martin and Martin Short got nominated, which is cool. Uh, Euphoria, Barry, Dopesick, Severance, Squid Game, Ozark, Stranger Things, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Pam and Tommy are all your top contenders with double digits worth of nominations this year. Um, So that's pretty cool. Um, Best drama series, we've got Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Um, That's that category. Best comedy series, Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. Woo! Yeah. And for limited series, we have Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Um, 
I was very happy as well, I will say, to see Oscar Isaac get nominated uh, for Scenes for a Marriage. That made me happy. Um, Sebastian Stan got nominated, um, as, as did Lily James for Pam and Tommy, both of them very much deserving of their, um, their nominees. Toni Collette got nominated for her role as Kathleen Peterson in The Staircase, very well deserved. Um, so yeah, lots of really tough categories, so I, it's going to be hard for me to uh, pick some favourites here, but um, I'm excited to see how it all unfolds. Now onto the nerd side of things. Um, of course, a lot of the Disney Plus Marvel series uh, were up for contention this year, uh, and Marvel ended up snagging 19 nominations across the board. Um, unfortunately, not in any of the main categories. It's all in the, uh, you know, the technical categories, of course. Um, so let's see. I'll just scroll down on my little... Article fact sheet slash here that I have. Um, Loki, I think, led the charge with the most nominations. Loki and I think M Moon Knight were the two that got the most. Um, so Loki's up for production design, cinematography, costuming, music, um, and sound editing. Hawkeye's up for stunt, a couple of stunt nominations for them for coordination and an outstanding uh, stunt performance. Moon Knight, uh, cinematography, sound editing, fantasy, music, character voiceover performance. So F. Murray Abraham, who voiced Conchu, um, got a nomination for voiceover work. So that's really cool. Um, sound mixing, uh, stunt coordination, stunt performance. What If got nominated for best animated program, which is really cool. Um, and... Um, outstanding character voiceover performance so he'll be up against F. Murray Abraham that is I'm talking about of course um, two people uh, rightly deserving of nominations uh, Jeffrey Wright for his performance as the Watcher got nominated and the late great Chadwick Boseman also got nominated for his final performance as T'Challa um, so that's really lovely to see so yeah um <laughs> Marvel's got a good chance of getting some Emmys this year, which is very exciting uh, for us. Um, hopefully can give give the Television Academy more, you know, credence to just go, hey, these shows are actually really good. Let's, uh, let's nominate them in some of the other categories next time. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more, say oh. no more. Yes. Oscar Isaac was snubbed for Moon Knight. Anyway, um, I'm not bitter. What are you talking about? Um, Michael, I know you love award shows and you love talking about them. Yes. Just as much as I do, right? Yes, Queen. Um, <laughs> do you have any anything you want to add to what I've said already or have I covered it all? Uh, as the, you know, the modern catchphrase is, it's nice to be nominated <laughs> and not winning. But it's it's uh it's yeah all jokes aside it's great great having recognition of like genre stuff like uh being in the forefront um and uh yeah ash sa says pretty uh pretty perturbed that stranger things uh didn't get anything but i'm thinking close to the cutoff point like it it, it wasn't too long ago when stuff happened hello you got Str Stranger Things did get nominated, and I mentioned it. It got nominated for. <laughs> it's up for best drama series. 
Yeah, not, well, sorry, uh, the Stranger Things actors. Oh, the actors. The oh, actors. Yeah. Um, sorry, I got distracted by your finger and I didn't complete the sentence. Oh, sorry, my bad, sorry. Yeah, it's your fault. It is my fault. No, my bad. My no, I, yeah, that's that's a good point. Like Sadie Sink, especially, um, yeah, should should have got a nomination. Even so. Caleb just wailing at the spoiler yes. alert. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wailing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and Eddie for the guitar solo. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give give Joseph Quinn all the love he deserves. It. Yeah, which uh, which I I still think in my head canon it, it took Eddie two weeks to, to figure that out oh yeah yeah if it's you know the timing of it makes sense then yeah he had two weeks to learn that song because he's a guitar god mm-hmm. and he had I'm nothing sure else better to do except for skiving off school and playing dungeons and dragons and playing guitar yep. rock on and selling uh, and selling the wacky tobacco to Chrissy yeah Chrissy wake up I don't like this Chrissy wake up hey, Hello <laughs> It's the rage over in TikTok land Oh is it? Okay yeah. Was it Watch Mojo? No Soho The the guys that do a lot of um, Sync uh, Stuff No I've got no idea yeah. I'm not on TikTok no, no, no! It's a YouTube channel that they used to do, but they took that sound, uh, took that like remix, and took it over to TikTok. Oh, okay. I'm on TikTok because I'm a boomer. <laughs> I mean, that's incorrect, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, any other final thoughts on the em- Emmys, or shall we wrap up the nerdy news, Mike? Um. Yeah. Just be here when we read out our favorite ones who win. Mm-hmm. In August. Uh, September. No, it's July. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's what you meant. Yes. No, the Emmys will be taking place in September. Uh, so we have two months to speculate as to who will walk away with those coveted statuettes. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do a, a um, like a pool or something where I just pick whomever because I've watched a lot of TV in the last 12 months and mm. I, I've seen a lot of these shows that these people are nominated for. So I, I'm like, ooh, I might actually have an educated guest this year. I mean, the limited series category is one I'm the most excited about because I've seen a lot of limited series. Um, also, Elle Fanning got snubbed for The Girl from Plainville. But anyway, let's let's move on before this becomes the the emmy podcast because we don't want to do that and we don't Um, want to do that we don't want to do that so it's time to roll on up to the trailer park rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers trailer park time let's get into it Um, yes We've got three pretty interesting trailers to discuss this week, if I do say so myself. Very starting, interesting. Starting with the best look yet at The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Very highly anticipated series about to start on Amazon Prime. Um, 
to to date the most expensive show ever made and the budget really shows um in this trailer and can i just say i will i will pl- happily purchase one ticket for the hype train please because i mm. might i might be on on track with this now that first yeah oh that first teaser did nothing for me i yeah. did not it did it was a it was either badly edited or I don't know. There was just, or, or maybe it's because we weren't expecting certain characters to look certain ways, and that was a bit jarring. Which is totally fair enough, you know, because we grew up watching the Peter Jackson movies, so um, we're gonna have that kind of a connection and nostalgia, uh, especially because you have characters like Elrond and Galadriel in this show, um, and it's not Hugo Weaving and Kate Blanchett. So, and that's fine, and <laughs> it's totally fine. It's kind of um, like it's a prequel. Yeah, <laughs> it's a prequel. Um, I'm very happy with this trailer. I'm very happy with the way this show looks, the feel, the aesthetic. Uh, the visuals are stunning. Like, holy frick. It's insane how well um, they've put this show together. It just, I, like, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was watching this trailer and I'm like, Oh, oh, this is gonna be good. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't really say much more than that. I just happy, happy to be uh, excited for this show, and I hope it's as good as it looks because it kind of even looks like a cross between Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, sort of. Like there just seems to be a Game of Thrones sort of heaviness to it that's also there. I don't know. There's just, but that maybe that's just a modern medieval, modern fantasy sort of brain talking. Um, I guess. I don't know. But regardless, um, I'm so excited to go back to Middle-earth and uh, have some good CGI. Hmm. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Um, Fingers crossed. And, uh, yeah, and learn more about uh, characters that we, you know, we already know about and and parts of Middle-earth that we haven't seen, maybe. And what the hell Sauron's up to because he's in this show as well. So... um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. Um, what are your thoughts, Mike? Did this trailer hit the same as it did for me, for you, or no? I think so. Uh, I think the first uh, sort of teaser trailer, um, probably like not an average, like your average sort of person is sort of looking at the spectacle, but there's no no real cementing of where we are, basically. And it doesn't look familiar, but uh, it's in a place that we are familiar with. So um, there's no connective tissue, as it were, of like this is the second age of of Middle Earth and maybe little bits and pieces of uh, the creation. So we're sort of seeing Genesis as well. And the story we don't know yet because... I've sort of listened to the Silver Merillion, that word. Silmarillion. Silver Merillion. Made up word, stupid. Yeah. And it's very dense and it reads like a historic um, text of all these places and all these names that you have no familiarity with is until you get to hear, oh, sorry, oh, I know that guy, uh, <laughs> and all that. It's like, mm-hmm. 
and and by the end it sort of made sense I was like oh yeah that makes sense uh, a sealed door he gets the ring and yeah and, and he, he cuts off cuts off Sauron and uh, and destroys his body and then Sauron turns but we're not going to say that because we've already seen it but it's, it takes place before that where all the mm-hmm. rings are created and all of that and that's essentially what we know-ish um, and and a lot of nerds that have watched this is like oh my god that must be that thing that must be this thing without having that cemented as like that is that thing and and I suppose with this trailer, it's more cemented on following the characters and what they're doing. And mm. there's, there's going to be battles and and uh, and, uh, di- uh, and different borders are going to be uh, are going to be paved into what's what's going on. Uh, we're going to see like the uh, uh, the starts of like halflings. Like we're not going to see the Shire. It's just going to be a mud pit. <laughs> and that sort of thing. It's not going to be. It's not going to be your Frodo or your Bilbo or, or your or, or your Proudfoots, Proud Feet, <laughs> that, those guys. Yeah. Uh, or your or your or your Tooks or, or your Tooks or any, anything like that. It's essentially it's it's more it's more back to medieval stuff. So uh, I suppose that's going to be a more interesting thing. So to answer your mm. question, yes, I am excited and I'm going to be watching it. Excellent. Yes. Good. And, uh, oh, uh, some, uh, uh, am I allowed to read the comments? Yeah, go for it. It's okay. fine. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> As a, well, you can, because it's, you know, it's a democracy here. It, even though yes. it's, uh, two voices so it doesn't really work anyway um yeah ash says i've only seen the first hobbit movie and the second lord of the rings movie but he follows that by saying uh, i've read all the books though so oh okay all right you're forgiven <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense okay that makes sense like, yeah how, but how can you watch two towers before what <laughs> anyway uh and Fulia pipes up uh i have the books Still in the shrink wrap. That yep. doesn't sound like you fullier at all. Uh, I have watched the films, though, in extended editions. Did you watch it? Now, you watched them first. That's a fair effort. Because I do have I do have the extendeds. I don't have any of the theatrical cuts because, you know, I'm that sort of a guy. <laughs> give me more. Give me more. Anyway. Anyway, Michael. When... <laughs> Are we be watching this, Kendall? We will be watching uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, when it debuts on Amazon Prime on the second of September. So hopefully, being Amazon Prime, three first, and then systematically, and then staggered out for the rest of it. Uh yeah, yeah, bring it on. Let it, I'm let it. I'm gonna strap myself in. Let it happen to me. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones, but less sex in it. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting if they did put sex in it though? No. <laughs> I don't think they will. This is gonna be a family friendly. This is uh, Tolkien. Ish. Family friendly adjacent. They don't uh, have sex. They don't have sex. There's no sex. There's no Tolkien. sex in Tolkien. <laughs> And there's sex in middle of. See, what happens is uh, they hot hands 
and then they rub dirt into each other's hair, uh, and then and then and then and then they multiply. Yep, they sure do. All right, next trailer. Nobody has sex in Tolkien. Yes, nobody <laughs> has sex in. Tra- oh Jesus Christ! Next trailer. Well, let's move on. Um, because we have our first full trailer for uh, the upcoming Rob Zombie film adaptation of The Monsters. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen a handful of Rob Zombie movies. I am aware of his music very much. And, uh, yeah, he's a very talented man. Um, say what you will about his interpretation of uh, Michael Myers. But... Um, yeah, I'm. I, I'm not sure how this interpretation of the monsters is going to go. I, the trailer didn't fully win me over. I will say, um, it, I mean, the aesthetic is very, you know, on point. I think. Like, I love the colors that are being used because obviously the monsters was a black and white series, um, so we've never really seen these characters in color before. Um, not, not, you know, not like this at least. So um, that's cool. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 I think, I feel like there's a better movie than this trailer is making out to be. Um, cause I just, the trailer kind of seemed haphazardly edited together. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, we don't really know what the narrative is other than, is it Lily Munster? Is that the, the wife? Is that her name? Is it Lily? I yeah, don't know. Lily. Lily, um, you know, she's, it's, it's them, her and Herman getting together for the first time. Um, so it's like an origin story, I it's suppose. It's like a prequel. It's like a prequel to the series of some kind. Um, but there was, you know, there's some, there's some quirks in here. There's some moments that, um, have potential to be good. Um, I just, I don't know, there's something about it that just screams... B, very B movie or made for TV movie. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's airing on a streaming service or cinemas or what it's doing, but it looks like it's a TV movie um, to me, at least. I have no idea. Maybe I'm being harsh, but um, but yeah, like you know, I hope it's good. I don't mm. know if I'll watch it, um, but uh, I hope it gets good reviews. So um, fingers crossed on on that on that front. Um, Michael. Um, what do you what do you reckon of this one? Are you are you a Rob Zombie fan? Have you seen oh, any of his stuff? I have seen bits and pieces. I have seen certain bits. Like I've definitely seen like the Halloween, mm. and I've seen glimpses of um, a thousand corpses and and the Devil's Rejects, little bits and pieces. So I know of him and mm. his gore fest and all, yep. all that. So I can understand like the appeal. Uh, not for me, really, but. I enjoy it nonetheless. Um, and that's why I was pretty intrigued of how he's going to do, like, the monsters. Like, uh, a family, basically a family sitcom of horror stuff. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, watching this. Um, sorry. Uh, Ash is talking to me. Mikey's a massive uh, fan of Rob Zombie's music. He he headbangs <laughs> until his neck breaks nearly every day. Yes, I headbang. I've got the hair for it. 
Yeah. I, I'm an old <laughs> Hank Banner from way back. Way back when. Way back when. Yes. Uh, if I'm not uh, listening to Rob Zombie, I'll be listening to Weird Al. And that's sort of the weird take that I thought he might take with Monsters. Maybe a little bit more of his of his vein. But this is a very sharp turn of of what a Rob Zombie film is and looks like. Yeah. And it does... It. I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. And as you say, hopefully the movie is not like what the trailer is. But it's interesting it's weird mm. it's mysterious and kooky even though it's the wrong one <laughs> <laughs> but, different family yeah but uh, apparently he's been trying to make this movie like for 20 years so yeah so it's been long in the making mm-hmm. uh, for him it's sort of a passion sure project that's something that he wanted to do and uh, all for him Uh Hopefully it's okay, I'm, I'm guessing. A little bit of corny jokes, not too bad, but mm, I'm getting Three Stooges vibes. Like, I, I was hoping for that movie to be good, but no, nah, it's a shame. No such luck. I did enjoy when the Three Stooges were on screen, but... The storyline's just that. <laughs> Don't make sense. It's stupid. Stupid. Yeah, so when is this coming out? Well, uh, we don't have an exact date on this yet, um, but in the US it will be released sometime during September. There's no date yet either for um, our American listeners slash viewers, if there are any. Hello. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll see. See how we go. See how we go. All right, we got one more trailer to talk about, and, uh, speaking of horror, this is definitely in that vein, but, um, more of, more ha. of the, uh, more of, <laughs> get it? In vein. that vein. Uh, Thanks, Mike. <laughs> uh, I'm here for the connections. You're here for the connections. You're here for the segues. You're here for the puns, the wordplay. It's great. Yes. I live for that stuff. All right. We have a Netflix movie trailer to discuss, and the film is called Day Shift, um, starring Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, and Snoop Dogg. Um, Snoop, Lion, Godzilla, Dog. <laughs> Snoop. We'll just call him Snoop, shall we? Snoop. Snoop. Um... I might actually watch this. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, if I am going to watch this, if, and the, the keyword here is if, I'm going to be setting expectations low because the last time we watched a Netflix movie with Jamie Foxx didn't work out so well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it was all right. Yeah, I didn't like it. It, 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 it filled... Two and a half hours. It 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 filled something, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking up the name of that film because I don't remember it. Uh, that's how much of an effect it had on me. Um, Sport or something? Uh, no. 
What was it? Um, that's the wrong thing, Kendall. Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, it's something about pro, pro, yes. No, you got it. Yeah, Project Power. Yeah, I was gonna say Project uh, Project Com uh, Comeback V. Yeah. Yeah, Compound V. Project Compound V. Yeah, Temp Super... Yeah, anyway. It was a good concept, poorly executed. Anyway, not the point of this trailer, which is about, um, you know, modern-day LA where vampires exist, and uh, and Jamie Foxx is one of those few people who knows of vampires existing and seems to be part of this um, uh, union, as it is named in the trailer, um, that uh, take out uh, said vampires. And uh, Snoop Dogg is also a part of this. Hmm. Um, whether he's playing himself or a character remains to be seen. Um, either way, I, I think that's great because I really enjoyed seeing Snoop, Go- Snoop Dogg with a massive machine gun just fucking nailing vampires, just like left, right, and center. Um, I thought that was great. I thought Dave Franco was funny. I like him. I'm definitely a fan of his... Um, interesting to see him play the comedic foil to Jamie Foxx's character because he's too good looking almost for that uh. <laughs> or at least I think he's too good looking um, but he plays it nicely like he's he, he has that charm about him um, and then Jamie Foxx is just a badass killing vampires so um, yeah um, I hope it's good I hope it's good. Uh, I don't really have too much else to say other than, yeah, it looks it looks like it's a fun time. So either this is going to be a, a good film that'll entertain you uh, for an hour and a half, two hours, or it's just a really good trailer. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We'll they know s- how to cut a trailer. They do, in Netflix, they do. They're very, they've got some good people over there. Fuckers. Um, Michael. Hello. Hello. What did you think of uh, this trailer for Day Shift? Yeah, it looked like fun. Um, I'm not the big biggest fan of like um, vampire stories. Uh, sort of a cross between uh, Bad Boys and Blade. Uh, and a little bit of um, uh, I Am Legend at the same time. Because the first time I thought, I thought, are they... Are they daywalkers slash zombies slash the se- <laughs> the second uh, second evolution of man, uh, and that's what we strive to be. But no, uh, it looks like a bit of fun. Uh, Dave Franco, always good. Um, I've really seen him in much. <laughs> I I am Blade Boys. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. looks like it's big game hunting. So mm. I'm going to assume it's not going to be just vampires. I think I think there's going to be more than that. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. hope it's just vampires, but yeah, maybe. Vampires and werewolves. Maybe this is in the same universe as Bright. Remember that one? I do, and I didn't watch that movie because I got put off watching it. Yeah, so yeah, but mixed reviews. Mm. Who knows? Maybe they're making their own universe. Netflix. 
Well, they're supposed to be making a sequel to Bright, I think, so... Supposedly, but they put probably put that on the back burner. They, they've put it on the back burner. On the backhand, if you will. <laughs> Backhander. Got Mer. him. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Gold, Ferguson, and Mer. Oh, thank you. Murder. Judas. No. <laughs> Sorry. What's, what's that from? That's my TikTok coming out. Uh, isn't that from something? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Well, it's very funny. I got you, Mer. Oh, thank you. Murder. Judas. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, gold leader. This looks like a bit of fun, and I might actually sit down and watch it. When will that be? Mm, when will that be? Well, fairly soon, actually, as it turns out, because Netflix will be giving us... Uh, their day shift on the 12th of August. Wow. Yeah, just under a month away. So um, mark your calendars. As their way of uh, distributing stuff. Mm. Hey, we got stuff happening. Sweet. Mm. Sweet. When will that be? Within a month. So make sure you watch it. That's also part of Netflix's plan. They drop these trailers, like, within six weeks of these movies coming out. It's always like that. Yeah, no hype. Just getting famous people to just do stuff, and then that's it. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. And then they're just very easily forgotten. Some of them are, yes. Anyway, I liked The Old Guard. What up? Um, <laughs> trailer park was time that, is over. Was that the one that's got the stuff in it? I'm that's not the Charlie Theron one. Isn't yeah, it, it was yeah. the Charlie's. Yeah, the one that we talked about last week or the week before that neither of you really remembered. <laughs> well, I hardly remember it because I watched halfway through. I mm. forgot to watch the rest of it. And then, we, and then we did the review. It's like, can we go up to this bit? Because I haven't finished it. I, I forgot that. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Very easily forget. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Anyway, that's enough of that. Trailer Park time yes. is over. We're rolling on out. Because now Ooh. it's time for for the moment. The segment. The section. The Atmos. The place? The security. The part? The DJ Snoopzilla. That's the word. Thank you, Ash. <laughs> it's popcorn culture time. Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture. Yep. Confectionery in disguise. <laughs> nice. Um, popcorn so, oh, this is a part of the show I've been looking forward to the most for yes. obvious for obvious reasons that are not on my coffee mug. That's ooh, oh, I missed it. Ah, ah. Why her? I don't those, get it. For those playing at home, I am I am drinking my tea out of a Captain Marvel mug because ooh, on brand. Um. We are here to discuss the finale of Ms. Marvel. Yes. Episode 6, No Normal. 
um, which aired this week. Miss Marvel is over now, it's done, but it is definitely not the last we will see of Kamala Khan. Ah, there it is. Thank goodness. Um, I mean, we all knew that was coming, but uh, it's it's just it's just nice that you know it's not a one and done like Moon Knight was because I want more Moon Knight and I'm not getting it. But anyway, I'll I'll get over it one day. Um, <laughs> so Fulia has uh, written us up a little paragraph of her thoughts of the finale. So we're gonna start off by reading out what she has to say. Um, and Fulia and Ash, you are watching, I think, both right now. Um, she do. Feel free to chime in with any comments as we go through the discussion. Um, I imagine Mike will uh, keep an eye out and uh, we can interject. Yeah, I'm just writing up a little little thing of saying, oh, no, we're going to spoil Miss Marvel. Yeah, we are going to spoil the finale. So if you haven't watched it yet, please do yourself a favor and go check it out and come back. And listen slash wash, wash, watch us. Yeah, wash yourself, it. you filthy animal. Yeah. Keep the change, you filthy animal. All right, Fulia says, great final episode. Indeed it was. Uh, she goes on lots of action and emotion. Uh, damage control can go F themselves. Yes, they really can, can't That's they, Fulia? That's a bit rude. <laughs> <laughs> what have they ever done for a mul- marginalised group? Mm. Yikes. Um, Fulia says, also, I love when Kamran and Bruno were trying to get away from damage control. The Sheik who was helping them gave them hats. Kamran got the hal- a halal cap and Bruno... Bruno got the haram cap and I let out such a loud laugh I had to cover my mouth. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, so for context, halal is Arabic for permissible and haram is uh, forbidden slash sinful. Um, yeah. I I too found that uh, those hats quite amusing, especially during the scene, not to jump ahead to uh, later in the episode, but uh, where, you know, we... S- finally get the suit reveal of Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan herself and and then she rocks up and then she looks at the boys and she's just like, what are you wearing? And they're like, what are you wearing? (laughs) I thought that was really, really cute um, and very funny. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, nice. Thanks, Fulia. Um, Very, very nice. Love your thoughts as always. Um, Cool. Michael, um, I guess I will just kind of start with my overall thoughts of this and then I'll throw to you and we'll just go from there. Sure thing. um, As we usually do. Um, I was very pleased with the way this ended. Um, I am am very much on the hype train for the Marvel's movie now that's coming out next year. Um, Of course, I would have been anyway, but, you know, after having seen this show and the way it's played out, like... It's interesting because lately certain, well, I mean, it's literally just been the last two movies. Like, all the series have kind of hit all the right beats for me eventually. Like, yes, and none of them have been really perfect. Um, all of them, even Loki, I will admit, has, have, you know, they have their flaws because it's, you know, they're kind of restricted by this six-episode model for some reason. Um and have to kind of race to the finish line. And Ms. Marvel had to do a little bit of that this week, but I don't think it was as bad 
as some of the other finales we've seen in terms of rushing um, to wrap everything up. So that was good. Um, but but yeah, the you know because the last couple of movies unfortunately have fell below my expectations of um, what I wanted in in the Marvel you know in Marvel stuff in Phase Four. But so it's really nice to see and refreshing to see a show like this kind of um, stick the landing I think for me and also get the hype going um, for what else is to come because you know it's still not really clear where we're headed still but there are some exciting things afoot at least in regards to this but how it's going to connect to whatever else is just we don't know yet but that's okay we'll get there um I yeah I just I really thought it was a great finale um it hit all the right emotional beats um and the action was great the visual effects were great um and the post credit scene was fantastic so yeah there was a post credit scene there sure was or sorry I should say mid credit scene not post credit scene I was gonna say yeah. yeah sorry I need to get my wording right forgive me I just I just group them all together and say post credit scene mid end yes mid mid credit scene anyway um yes so Michael what were your overall thoughts of the finale how did it go for you uh I really enjoyed it um because the previous sh- uh pre- previous episode felt like uh, a good ending to end on uh, and then then they discovered oh there's what what else is um damage control need to do because all said and done with being in Pakistan but we need to get back to America what's happening in America shit's going down and yeah the man gotta stick it to the man and I love it going all Home Alone style yeah yeah and um someone said it before I can't remember who but I'm going to reiterate as well let's stop doing um shootouts at American schools Yep. Yeah, so... That was not in the best taste. <laughs> yeah. But let's stop now. Line yeah, in no the more. sand, let's stop. Yeah. No more. Yeah, no more. But it was great nonetheless. And it was a good, it was a good uh, bow on the end uh, of, um, of Miss Marvel. Mm. And what she means to her community to her and her family and friends and love interests yeah plural (sighs) we don't talk about Bruno (laughs) getting his ducky end at the end of 16 candles is it 16 candles I can't can't remember yeah pretty in pink isn't it pretty in pink yeah yeah pretty in pink Mm. yeah so overall, uh, I, I liked it. Mm. Uh, it was a good solid end for me. Uh, yeah. I've learned to not hype things anymore. <laughs> yeah. As long, not... as, as long as the story is good. And any connective yeah. tissues, I can do without. You know, Or not really rely on, oh, how's this connected to the universe? Having said that, 
the connection to the EU, uh, the uh, the MCU is fun, fucking phenomenal. <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. And yeah. I was going, oh, they can, yeah, I know, Inhumans. Where were? <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to say until the end. No, we're gonna we're gonna leave that one to hanging the, uh, to the absolute end. Um, yeah, oh yeah, because we there were two post. Yeah, that was that was there were two mid credit scenes. Mm. Were there? Because that was one as well. Was oh no, actually no, it was tacked on at the end. It was a one week later thing. It wasn't actually before credits. Two weeks later. After credit, I thought it was one week later. Oh, one. Okay. Mm. Uh, whatever it was. Anyway, I'm clearly not remembering it correctly. Either Regardless. way, uh, Bruno uh, didn't have his cast on his arm. So. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, that was a quick cool. Sh- that was quick. Is, that was... is he got superpowers? <laughs> the power of friendship. Ah. The power of friend zoning. Um, it's not a real thing. <laughs> We're going to stamp fucking that shit out. It's not yeah. a real thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Women don't owe you nothing. No. That's uh, very true. It's very, very true. Sorry. Old habits die hard. That's all um, right. Anyway, or old ways, I should say. You are condoned to think, oh, there is a friend zone. That means I'm not... <laughs> I wish I could find a guy like you. That is not real. Anyway... Anyway, so, um, yeah, basically, from what I can remember, because I watched this episode uh, f- four days ago, so I, uh, I, I might remember, I might misremember certain things, but I'm pretty sure we start with, um, you know, Bruno and uh, Kamran, don't we? They're getting, getting chased, chased by damage control. Um, you know, after the fallout of the explosion of Bruno's, uh, you know place of living and his uh, uh, convenience store um, which is which is not good what is um, it with the MCU and blowing up delicatessens yeah <laughs> what have yeah, they got against small business owners yeah that's it's Disney cons- that is it, it's a conspiracy taking not- down the little man taking down the little man um, and I gotta say I just you know this episode was more proof of what I was I think I was hinting at last week that I just really like this dynamic between the two of them now like Bruno and and uh, and uh, Cameron I think are you know a nice nice duo in this show so it was nice to see a little bit more of them together well he finally um, gets his name right so yeah that's proof of character growth it is it is growth he wasn't growth. Yeah, he wasn't doing a, a dickish thing no, I don't think he never. I don't. I don't believe he ever was. I think unless it maybe started as one, and then he just like, oh no, I guess this is his name or whatever. But I feel like last week was like, oh my god, I've literally been calling you this the whole time because I thought this was your name. Yeah. Um, but he does call him Bruno um, one time, and there was yeah. like a little uh, reset. It was like, oh, he's he's a good guy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. Yeah, so I really, I really enjoy uh, the two of them, um, and then we get, uh, you know, we we see that uh, Kamala and her mother are already back in uh, back home um, very quickly. We don't really get any kind of like, you know, um, anything else. They're just they're just there. 
already. Uh, and somehow um, <laughs> Kamala's mother had time to uh, make the costume for her. Um, that which, was a long trip. Which was <laughs> make it or buy it or whatever she did. Because, like, literally, like, you know, uh, Nakia calls and says, you know, have you seen Bruno? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I just got back from the airport. Like, we literally, she's like, we literally just got home. And then, you know, five minutes later, here is your costume. I'm like, how? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That that was my one nitpick with the episode. It's just kind of like... <laughs> just timing. Uh, yeah, just time. Some of the timing, the pacing on that was a bit off for me. But not the end of the world. Um, and it was interesting to see... Um, but I guess they probably didn't have time to deal with conflict with the family because the family is just immediately like, we forgive you, Kamala. We support you. We love you. Oh, you're the light girl. Oh, my God. Like, oh, you're nightlight, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're all very happy and excited and they kind of knew about it anyway because, you know, mum told everyone. Um, so we kind of wrap up the whatever conflict there was within the family very, very fast, um, which was a bit, eh, I don't know. Um, all of this opening stuff, Mike, how did it all sit with you? Did you have similar issues to me or, or, uh, you were like, just like, yeah, it's fine. Let's just get to the action. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, it, it, because the la last thing that we saw was Bruno's, uh, plays getting blown up. It's like, yes, let's get into the action. Let's go, 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 go. No time for, no time for diddly dallying in, in customs. And, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. It's like, yes, mm -hmm. sometimes you need to say, shut up, let's see the monkey. Let's let's go and see Kong. Hurry up. We don't need yeah. to know what Jack Black is doing or Naomi <laughs> Watts or the other guy. Uh, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care about them. Let's get down to the monkey. But... Nonetheless, I uh, I suppose, yeah, I could probably nitpick the sa same thing, but uh, I can probably just let it go. It's like, yes, let's get into it. It's, it's Kamala's like doing doing her thing, and she's becoming the hero that that um, that New Jersey uh, what's the phrase N uh, the hero New Jersey deserves. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, you know, you got Spider-Man in Queens. It's definitely got a lot of parallels between her and Peter Parker. And, and uh, like, the, the small uh, on-the-street sort of uh, heroes as well, which um, they're sort of uh, leaning towards that as well, where, where you got Miss Marvel and we're about to get, again, um, uh, the Defenders, maybe. Because uh, you know Jessica Jones is coming back as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Snooky is the uh, is the hero of New Jersey ne needs right now. Snooky, really, really, Ash. Snooky. It's sorry. Is the is the year two thousand and eight all of a sudden? It's or like two thousand and late? Do, ha. Do we travel back in time? Well, we have. Mm. Uh, uh, twice. And considering this was uh, in Miss Marvel, it was a complete loop. So there was no ramifications at all. She, no. She was destined to go back in time. It was it was predestined, yes. So, what? Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> I 
So, to answer you to your question, your original question, no, I didn't see a problem with it. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Because sometimes I wish I could switch off my critical hat, my critical brain, and just enjoy things. But if there's something that I find nitpicky, I just like, I just, I just can't. If it was eye staring, then yeah. But I think because the time was sort of weird, I think uh, the Bruno uh, Bruno stuff, like at the end of the previous episode, uh, happened at the end of that episode. We thought uh, that was happening while they were over in Pakistan. Maybe, be, maybe because of editing or whatever, it's meant to be happening while they're coming back. So, but yeah. they, but they needed a big thing to get off uh, into what's going to happen next week yeah yeah so i suppose that's mm, that's the juggle that they're oh yeah probably had to that's do. and that's fine i didn't have a problem with um them tacking on bruno and Cameron at the end of last week's episode i think it's just more the way the the first 15 minutes 10 15 minutes of this was edited together i think they could have done a better job in terms of establishing the timeline a mm. bit a bit clearer um if they just put certain scenes in different spots, maybe. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it is a nitpick. I will say it's really not the end of the world. Um, and it didn't certainly didn't ruin my enjoyment of the episode. So, um, I will move on to the next thing. Um, cause yeah, I think that's, uh, when we, end, we find, uh, you know, the boys are, uh, hiding out at the mosque at this point. The I boys, believe. the wrong the boys, show, <laughs> the wrong show. <laughs> Uh, yes, Cameron and uh, and Bruno are, are being uh, hidden hidden by Nakia and the Sheik and uh, everything because damage control is obviously on their tail um, and uh, and yeah and I really really enjoyed watching um, Nakia and the Sheik and the just the 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 general you know worshippers at their you know quote-unquote place of worship they're you know where they where they go where they are and and they're standing up for themselves telling that bitch to go fuck herself um and take off your fucking shoes you and take off your fucking sh- yeah bitch. Uh, yeah i'm really really uh, really glad that they uh, they chose to put this commentary in of you know obviously the the racism and the um yeah you know the that kind of stuff that the happens. general bigotry the yeah. general just yeah bigotry of of, of Muslim people, um, so that's and sets yeah. up nicely of what's going to happen, which I will talk about in the ending of this episode. Yes, um, absolutely. So yeah, I really kind of found like it's like this on top of the school scenes. I think were both quite enjoyable. Because I, I really like seeing um, like that whole misdirect thing when Nakia ends up convincing the um, the damage control woman to you know uh, like oh, oh I'm actually not hiding Kamran uh, in here but I'm gonna make you think I am because I'm gonna act all like I'm lying about it and shit I thought that was really cute mm. um, and then the fact that it's that guy <laughs> that's like into her or whatever. <laughs> Like oh oh you're, I'm your boyfriend am I now ooh like I thought that was kind of kind of <laughs> kind of funny um, yeah so that stuff was really good and then um, yeah and then for some reason we have to end up at the high school because you know we started at the high school pretty much um, you know because because that's the other thing about this show that it's it's kind of 
it's very split down the middle in terms of it's like obviously it's location and then um the, the vibe that goes along with those locations kind of makes for two shows in one sort of thing because like there are things by going to Pakistan there are things we lose like certain characters that bring a certain vibe to the show um obviously a lot of the illustrations and stuff that we were seeing on screen that Kamala was you know imagining and stuff kind of took a back seat when we were in Pakistan and that's fine because we were dealing with some heavy shit there um so again and it's probably like uh, a commentary of a place that she's unfamiliar with so her and she doesn't feel comfortable and that's also preying on her mind of saying well I'm uh, this is my ancestry so it should be familiar and you kind of feel guilty of being like like uh, born outside of um, your home country and coming back to country and Mm -hmm. you just Mm -hmm. feel like a a tourist in your (laughs) in your quote-unquote native land and yeah and she doesn't and she doesn't have the um the the uh you know the the protection blanket of of imagining who you are as a person and you need and yeah and she doesn't really have that so contextually it feels semi-right in Mm. yeah but it was it was nice to see a return to the high school I think like it's a nice kind of bookend for the the show, you know, to have the final conflict there. Re- you know, I mean, obviously, as we previously briefly discussed, probably not the best choice in hindsight for what <laughs> went on. Um, but hey, it's 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 make believe, right? Um, anyway, is so it, is it really? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, yeah, so I don't know. I, um, yeah, the high school stuff I, I found was really cool because I just kind of really liked this big plan that they all put together um, and how they executed it and the fact that, like, you know, it's not just Kamala and her friends. It's, uh, it's Zoe and it's her brother and then it's the community rallying behind her and rallying behind them, you know, trying to, you know, make a stand and because Damage Control are unfairly coming after Kamran and, and Kamala just because they're enhanced individuals. Um, so, yeah. So I really liked the message that the show was sending in terms of that and how, you know, strong and connected the Muslim community is. Um, yeah. I really loved that stuff. And then, like you said, the whole Home Alone vibe with the high school um, was really, really great. I really I really enjoyed it top to tail. Um I don't really have too much to unpack from it, I suppose, but um, except for the probably the the Kamran and Kamala of it all. But I will let you talk for a bit, Mike. Um, <laughs> um, no, that's do you have any, Yeah, do you have any thoughts on the you know the scenes at the uh, at the mosque and the scenes um, at the at the high school? Yeah, uh, it, it it's kind of interesting when, when um, excuse me when when they are trying to find a place to hide and be safe and they do that little quip of you ended up going to a mosque in America yeah it's like yeah that says a lot that line (laughs) there's a lot on that yeah yeah and it also ties into uh, 
what I think this series, especially this episode, is sort of um, heading towards of the future of the MCU, uh, of dealing with um, uh, like the bigotry and the sort of um, the radicalization of peoples uh, who are who are different, and that leads towards uh, another offset of uh the marvel franchise yep that leads towards the ending and that's all, sure. I'm, all i'm gonna say and yeah i kind of like the fact that um kids are fighting uh <laughs> the government it's it's definitely it's it, yeah it's it is definitely like steven spielberg sort of, sort of et like very much it's like yeah we're on bikes and they've got guns not in the new episode, not in the new cut, where they're all turned into walkie-talkies. <laughs> and the word yeah. terrorist has t- turned into hippie. Yep. Anyway. that's Anyway. Anyway. What's next? Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, we uh, have an interesting storyline through this episode with Kamala and Kamran, of yeah. course, because there is some unresolved... Um, romantic connections between them, maybe. Obviously, you know, it was established immediately that Kamala had a crush on him. Um, and then, you know, shortly thereafter, maybe Kamran felt the same, maybe. Well, he um, had a car, so... He had a car. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and then this kind of gets uh, resolved, but not resolved, but just, I don't know, explored deeper, because now we have this other problem of the fact that Kamala was there when um, his mother died Um, so that's yeah so that obviously creates a very it was very tropey very cliched kind of you know I'm I mean it's a it's a bit of a genre trope I suppose of like you know I had something to do with your parents death I mean we literally just saw that in Moon Knight you know um with Layla and uh, and Mark Spector, so um, yeah. Mm. Now, in, except in this, it's yeah, it's well, same but different. Um, but I, I, yeah, I really like. I really enjoyed the scene where, um, you know, Kamala and Kamran almost kissed. I thought that was really cute. And then, of course, Bruno walks in like, oh, Bruno. Oh, I'm glad though. I will say, I'm glad though. The show didn't do the whole linger on Bruno when he's all you know, woe is me type thing. Um, I think he's real. Maybe he's realized that he, you know, that Kamala doesn't f- f- look at him that way. So I don't know. At least I hope, but I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. Um, she's just not that into you. <laughs> but I, I did like kind of, I mean, it, it sort of worked for me, but it sort of didn't, I don't know. Just the whole, um, uh, Kamran finding out that, uh, you know, the truth about, what happened to his mother and Kamala's involvement and how, because he's, you know, somehow has powers now and it still wasn't explained. And that was annoying. Um, um, but, um, he has these abilities that are kind he's struggling to control. Uh, and obviously they're tied to his emotions. And so he's grieving and also feeling somewhat betrayed um so he's you know obviously not handling it very well and that's kind of where we get our big epic finale uh out of this show um but i i kind of like that it 
that it was Kamran who was the antagonist by the, the time it was things were all said and done. But he wasn't a true antagonist in, no. in that in the strictest sense as well. There was a complexity to him because obviously Kamala brought him back from the brink and convinced you know convinced him to you know you can go. The red daggers will take care of you. You know you'll be fine. All of this. So yeah. So I just I just found that really cool that they kind of took it. They went in that direction with their story and um, set up some future conflict, maybe, um, if, you know, Kamran and the Red Daggers return in uh, in the Marvels somehow. I probably don't think so, but... Um, or wherever they're going to turn up. Is Ms. Marvel going to get a season two? We, we don't know. Um, so, yeah. Did you have any thoughts on, on Kamran and Kamala, uh, Michael? Yeah, it also... Uh, harkens back to what I was talking about with the um, uh, radicalization of young, young men and yes and, and yes. all that where they're not necessarily prota- uh, antagonists just m- misunderstood but it's it's more nuanced than that where yeah for sure uh, I suppose to cut a long story short maybe he is also an M word as well uh, it's not my word. I can't say it. So, <laughs> uh, and so his ex gene sort of um, uh, was triggered because her, because his mum, like, sent her essence, maybe her power, uh, to him, and it sort of triggered. And now I'm who? Who am I now? And now I'm de- dealing with this shit. And it's a power that I'm unfamiliar with, and I look dangerous to the uh, to the um, damage control. And as I said, uh, it, it's bad. It, it, it's uh, you can't have the bad, bad, the the wrong type of people with powers. Mm, yeah. Uh, and so, what does that mean? Are you doing a microaggression? No, children. Oh, you're going after children. Mm. Yeah. Maybe these I, children with powers need to go to a school. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there momentarily. Yeah. Um, I'm just itching. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And we'll we'll we're, we're very shortly we'll get to it. Um. So yeah, the the damage control of it all. Um. As much as it's enjoyable to see the uh the kids go all you know Kevin McAllister on them um I mean it was believable to a degree but it also wasn't especially because it felt it almost to me felt like suddenly like these two main damage control agents that we've been following like the one that was in no way home um and uh this new lady um you know they seem to be on the same page I believe for most of this and then in this episode, they're very much like he. He is immediately like, you are falling back. You are calling off your teams. You are not engaging. It's a high school. This is only going to be bad for us. What are you thinking? Yeah, Don't publicly, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and she, of course, disobeys and and goes ahead because she, for some unknown reason, just has it out for enhanced people. Um, even if they are teenagers. So, yeah. So I, I think they probably could have written that aspect of it better. Yeah. Um, not to mention, obviously, 
you know, um, guns in high schools in America. Um, that's a whole thing that we, you know, could get into, but we probably won't. No, thank uh, you. Because <laughs> it's, it's way too depressing and tragic. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, I kind of, I get why they, they did that because obviously they're setting up like damage control has been after Kamala and Kamran this entire time, especially Kamala. And we have to ride away out of that. And that is to obviously, you know, have the higher up dude be like, nah, forget it. It's over. Um, and for her to be like, you know, nah, screw you. I'm going to do what I want. And then she gets the sack at the end. And it's like, okay, well, damage control is taken care of in that storytelling sense. So she's yeah. coming back. Yeah, probably. This is probably not the last we've seen of damage <clears throat> control at the very least. Or at least her. She's probably coming back as a senator or something. Yeah, maybe. She could go work with um uh Sharon. <laughs> with whatever Sharon's doing. What is she doing? What is she doing? <laughs> She's supposed to have infiltrated the government and uh we don't know what's going on with that. Uh loose threads. Um all right, Michael, let's just let's just get to it um well right before we get to it i just wanted to say i really loved the way they visually represented kamala making herself all big yes um just set just like in the comics um uh yeah obviously done in a different way of course but same effect i think it worked i feel like the comic book community was pleased at least i didn't see any backlash on the internet other than the usual trolling um but I was very happy, and I loved Kamala in her suit. I thought she looked amazing, um, you know, and just the way she was just so effortlessly, you know, running around in midair and, uh, yeah, using her powers. I, I was very impressed. I thought it was good. Yeah. Do you have any comments on, on Kamala's final form before we <laughs> before we move on to the, uh, the nitty-gritty? No, it was great. I mean... Sure, um, you can have your qualms of uh, the MCU. It's like you gotta gotta have the big big finale at the end. It's like, well, when you're when you're doing like a TV show like this, it, it's it, it's by now it should be well deserved of her mm. her realizing her full potential. And also, uh, we've had we ha- we've had episodes of it like. Um, escalating to this particular point and how how she uh, becomes one with the bangles and who she is as a person mm-hmm. as well so it's a coming of age story it's also uh, a superhero story and also it's kind of great that um, they slowly introduce all her um, stuff uh, as well like we got uh, you got the sash from from the daggers. You got you got the mask from Bruno. You got the uh, sarong. Uh, her 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 main garb. Yeah. But by the other guy who only stuck around for one episode, uh, but meant something as well. But and and I'm going to jump like all the way ahead where it was actually quite nice and I teared up a little bit that um, like the rest of the costume rest of her suit uh, was made from her mum and but she was also named after her 
from her dad as well. And that scene on the on the porch. Uh, yeah, I was. That was the next thing I was going to bring up um, because yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah, and all, and all that just come uh, just uh, just just cherry cherry on the bow, you know. <laughs> And that sort of thing. So yeah, it's well deserved. It's it's probably Miss Marvel's probably it's going to be up there with one of my fa- favorite um, MCU TV shows. Nice. Even nice. though I'm not the demographic, but I don't care. I just like I just love the story. Yeah, and it's and it was a really good story. Um, I I agree. I agree. I really loved just watching Kamala have that conversation with her dad and lose her shit when she finds out that her her name like in translation can be marvel mm. like the word marvel and she's like i share a name with carol freaking danvers <laughs> i thought that was she's just oh god capturing my teenage years so perfectly it's just <laughs> fangirling everywhere i love it um so one week later i double checked it's one week later okay um we were we both wrong we were both. <laughs> we get a scene. We're into this. Um, anyway, where Bruno, Bruno uh, has Kamran's uh, car because uh, Kamran apparently gave it to him. Um, don't know how accurate that is, obviously, but um, what was he going to do? He's over in fucking Pakistan. <laughs> in Pakistan. Now. Yeah. Um, what get, which is going to ship it over? Don't, no. <laughs> He's on it's the fine. run, man. <laughs> He's on the run, man. Yeah, it's fine. I thought it made for a good gag. Because, um, uh, yeah, he's uh, obviously he's accepted his position at Caltech uh, in uh, in California. So he, he, you know, needs a car to drive to the other side of the, the continent. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then we get this very unexpected and very pivotal very game-changing scene hmm. that happens um, where uh, Bruno says, look, your brother, he was asking me if he was, you know, also a clandestine or also, you know, had, you know, had access to the Noor or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then in, in investigating into um, Amir, he finds out that it's there's actually something different with Kamala. And he says it's like a mutation. Ooh. What does that mean? And, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> and the fucking music, man. The music. <sighs> if that's not the fucking main theme. Like having like Spider Man theme for Spider Man, and they've they've used it twice so far. Yeah. Ah, uh, I lost my shit. <laughs> so did I. Although I will say I I was too distracted by the fact that uh, Bruno said mutation that I actually missed the the music key, the music you know. Um, I forget the 
the the phrase of, the, of what it's called. The sting. The sting. Thank you. The music. St- I missed the sting. Yeah. So I had literally after I finished watching the episode, I went on Tumblr and I was scrolling through, and they're like, X Men music, X Men music, and I was like, where, where, where? And then I went back and I watched it. It's like, oh my Watch god, how did I goddammit, and shut How the fuck did I up. miss it? I was so excited, I missed it. Um, but regardless. I just love how she brushes it off and she's like, ah, whatever it is, it'll just be another label. Yes. And I was like, yes. Oh, and wow. And it all comes down to what this TV show was all about as well. It's yes. introducing the concept of what the X-Men used to be uh, an allegory for during the 60s. Xbox. What the, what the fuck are you talking about, Ash? <laughs> Xbox. Xbox. No, uh, Fulia and Ash are just just yelling at each other on on, on Twitch. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. So essentially, in the eyes of what we have now, of having uh, having a young Muslim like finding out her her uh, her life and her position in life as well is also a good allegory of what what like what the X Men uh, pretty much were was like during the 60s was the civil rights movement and everything was like a huge fucking powder keg and you can sort of see it now of how they're going to deal with um the ex- what they should be doing with the x-men is also uh to do with sexuality as well i mean not to name him but you know the uh 2000s x-men not going to name because you don't need to na- name the director's name, but he definitely made an allegory of it being sexuality as well. Yes, and you can sort of see well we're we're dealing with 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 uh, trans issues as well. Like there's a lot of debate and anything which shouldn't be a debate. I mean, trans is trans, uh, trans women are women, trans men is men. I'm going to stick mm-hmm. my fucking like mm-hmm. the thing there. If you don't like it. You don't like human beings, so get off my planet. <laughs> so, yeah. so anyway, um, and yeah, and when and when she said, "Well, it's just going to be another label," it's like, yes, this is how they're going. This is this is how they're going to do it. They're going to introduce different uh, uh, mutants, uh, not necessarily doing um, X Men, which I'm I'm quite happy. So, so this is like a huge, huge thing for the MCU to actually do. Just like, well, we. We know who the X-Men are because we've had plenty of movies to do that. But if we're slowly introducing like the the concept of the X-Gene and the mutant, mutant genes mm-hmm. and having like little nuggets of this like com- coming out is absolutely fantastic. And uh, the sto- you know the story behind uh, Kamali Khan actually being, was in the, in the comic, she's meant to be an inhuman. Yeah. Reason being uh at the time because fox owned x-men mm-hmm. uh the uh, the mcu at the time saying well if we keep on doing more x-men stuff that then that means we can't really use them because they're going to be over in fox and so they pushed hard for the inhumans to do, do more stuff and that's and that's why we got uh an inhumans tv show which was not good and the, and the Inhumans movie that that was announced but never saw the light of the day and didn't happen because yeah well the mo- the TV show was the movie originally uh, just got turned into a TV show oh okay so oh yeah. okay 
Yeah, it, evo- it evolved when they decided not to make it into a movie. It evolved into a series. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and there was definitely... It, it, I don't think that the rumours are true that Kevin Feige has a big bandana against the Inhumans, and that's why uh, Black Bolt was the first to die in, <laughs> in Multiverse <laughs> Madness in, the most, in one of the most horrific way that you can of, uh, yep. of your own power, like backfiring. Mm-hmm. into your own skull mm-hmm. uh, and and yeah um, and, I sp- and so the original creator of uh, Miss Marvel uh, was originally intending uh, Kamala to be a mutant as well so it's sort of going back to what uh, she was supposed to be mm-hmm. uh, and which is okay I reckon because if we're going to do more of that then uh, my big speculation hat is going on. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear it. Uh, hopefully they they'll do the story with um, because uh, the Marvels are coming out uh, as well. So there's going to be a big infl- uh, altercation with that of what's going to happen with that now that officially mutants are in the MCU uh, or they've always been there, which mm. I actually quite like that sort of story. So does that mean? Rogue is going to be in, is going to be around, and they're going to do the story where where Rogue gets the powers of Carl Danvers, and Carl Danvers turns into someone else. I can't remember who who she becomes, but she she gets her powers, and then Rogue becomes you know oh, X Men are coming back. I fucking love it. <laughs> I yes. love X Men. I really yes. enjoy it, and yeah. there's already there's already like. Um, big theories that uh, we're going to get um, uh, we're probably getting Black Bolt as well coming back in either the uh, Miss Marvels or in no Wakanda Forever I think uh, I can't remember I think Wakanda Forever we get, get uh, people are speculating that we're going to get uh, Charles Xavier because we got uh kids running around as well i can't remember what it was but it was something to do with that so it's just opened the floodgates it's like ah oh, magneto is coming in wandavision <laughs> season two <laughs> <laughs> jesus all right yeah it's that is that sort of thing but it's kind of cool that they tacked it on the end of this and and people go oh sweet mutants are coming mutants are yeah coming. well i i like it in the fact of it gives like not not the fact that it's introducing mutants or the fact that it's like the ending of the show is kind of connected to the greater MCU of it all. I think it's more the fact that it's I'm glad they chose this show to do that mm. uh, because it makes the journey we went on like more important. I think like it just kind of gives this kind of weight to it and this like you know uh, it, it it makes it essential viewing in a way. I mean, it should be essential viewing anyway for Marvel fans, but, like, a, a lot of people are getting to a point now where they're, like, we have to pick and choose what parts of the story to watch so you get the what you need to know for whatever's coming sort of thing. Um, so I, I feel like this is the moment where we go, okay, Ms. Marvel is essential to the overarching story of whatever phase four through five through six is going to be. Um, mm. So that's cool. I'm glad they did that with this show. 
I will still stand by my point oh, that I've been saying for a while of I think it's too soon to be doing X-Men um, yeah. after, after the Fox failures. Um, not all of them were failures, obviously. Um, but, you know, the last couple didn't didn't sit very well with, with audiences. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, but if they are doing mutants and if they are introducing the X-Gene and the X-Men and obviously we just had an alternate version of Charles Xavier and Multiverse of Madness, like, they're, they're definitely getting to that X-Men point. Um, if they're doing it, like you said, Mike, in a way where they're dragging it out I think they're drip-feeding, yeah. Yeah, if they're drip-feeding it, I'm, I, can, I can get on board with that. So we don't need an X-Men movie at all for a while. No. I don't. I don't want that. Like, give us a few. Like, I literally, and I, I've just been saying this for so long. I just, I want a good Fantastic Four movie first before we do X Men. Okay, can we just do that? Yes. Please? But explain Deadpool to me. <laughs> Where does he fit? Because his movie's coming out. It's set in stone. And I still think it's going to be the storyline of uh, Deadpool uh, kills the X-Men universe. (laughs) Completely eradicates. Well, who knows? And then he falls into this universe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm staying very optimistic about uh, Deadpool, only because I have faith in what Ryan Reynolds has brought to the character so far. Uh, and the people involved with that and what Kevin Feige has said about it. So I just, I trust in them. They'll figure out a way to make it work, whatever the way is. It's going to be meta as fuck and I'm here for it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm very, very happy. <laughs> Excuse me. I will say I am very, very happy that we are introducing mutants to the MCU finally. I think it's, uh, it's this is not how I expected it, but it's a very wonderful surprise so i can't wait to see how this plays out um especially considering how our uh, per, uh mid-credit scene sorry mid-credit scene mm. how, how that played out um because you know it got to the end of the episode and we're like okay she's gonna show up here isn't she um <laughs> although part of me was doubting it i was like i don't think we're gonna see carol uh, but I was, you know, obviously, you know, yeah. called it too. Called as it way I, too as I said, a poster on a wall is good enough, isn't it? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, a cameo, I, I guess. Yeah, you did say that. Um, but anyway, we cut to this, uh, you know, scene of Kamala. She's in her in her uh, bedroom with her costume on, and and the di- whatever the dialogue that her mum said was not the original dialogue because what what Kamala said did not match up enough for me so that anyway nitpicks sorry um and then yeah we get we get her she gets up and she's gonna do her homework or whatever but then her bracelet starts freaking out um lights up and then all of a sudden we get some really cool transition special effects that we haven't seen before that we've never seen before exactly very good point we've never seen this before even though it kind of looks like apparition from from Harry Potter. Actually, that's a good point. It did kind of look like the MCU's version of Apparition. Um, so that's funny. Um, but yes, basically, um, 
this funky thing happens and uh, Kamala goes in the closet and out comes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what happened. <laughs> she slammed into the closet door. Um, and out. I'm, I'm not trying to read anything into anything at all. But out of the closet comes uh, the one and only Carol freaking Danvers. Um, Brie Ooh. Larson. Who? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, male. Um, <laughs> she's only been in one movie. She's very forgettable. Um, any, <laughs> anyway, um, Carol Danvers finally makes an appearance in Miss Marvel, um, setting up the Marvels, of course. Um, I love her new look, uh, it, it, like the hair. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Like as much as obviously the short hair was comic book accurate, Carol, um, I prefer this longer hair, Carol, and I liked the side braid thing that she has going on. And the suit even looked like a little more casual for me as well. I thought interesting with like the three quarter sleeves and the fingerless gloves and um, yeah, very different to the last time we saw her. So um, uh, even in that Shang-Chi post credit scene mm. uh, where, where she, she made a brief appearance. Um, so yeah, uh, interestingly enough, um, well, first off, I should just say I lost my fucking mind when this happened because I, I love Captain Marvel, um, obviously, um, and I love Brie Larson. And so I was just, I was very, 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 very happy. Um, but, um, a lot of people online actually misinterpreted the scene because oh yeah. I, which fair enough, I suppose you can see it that way, but because people were thinking Kamala became Carol. Yeah, because that's what happened in her book. Because yeah, comic. there's a co- comic where that happens, but it's actually um, so fair enough to the people getting it the wrong way. But it, the um, uh, Bisha K Ali, who is the showrunner, she came out and said in an interview after the episode aired that it was. Um, uh, they were switching spots. They were switching places. So the bracelet, whatever happened with the bracelet, sent Kamala wherever Carol was and Carol came to Earth. Um, And then I saw one post on Tumblr that was like, I really hope Carol wasn't mid-flight when when they switched places. Uh, Or or in the middle of space, more accurately, actually. I think that's what the the post was. I hope she wasn't in the middle of space at the time. Or Um, a different realm. Yeah. Where she found the other bangle. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, how did they switch spots? Um, We don't exactly know. But yeah, obviously there's another... There must be another bangle or something. Um, That's... uh, yeah, very trippy, very, very, very trippy stuff. But uh, I was left very happy mm. with the words, Ms. Marvel will return in the Marvels on the screen. Um, and yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Anyway, Michael, what did you think about this mid credit scene with, with Carol Danvers? Were you, were you uh, boarding the hype train for the Marvels yet? Uh... I too knew, soon. Well, it, it isn't too soon. I was the trap. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, but um, I'm more excited of what actually happened happened at the end of Miss Marvel, of it being more of connected to the uh, 
the mutant side of it. And it's like, oh, are we getting more mutant shit now? Is there more mutants coming? That would be cool. Mm -hmm. And when I saw, saw Brie Larson, I thought, ah, turn it off. <laughs> no. I'm joking. Good. I'm an ally. Not a very good one, but I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> I use the occasional slur every now and again. I, I admit that. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, Ash Mephisto is not a mutant. <laughs> He's an uh, evil dweller. And that's, that's the thing. Uh, uh, yeah, Wanda's got to come back and actually realise that she is a, a mutant and she, she has a dad called, called Magneto. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm... Um, uh, I'm a little bit more excited for the uh, the the Marvels, and and what happens there. I mean, you kind of get get and get all the Marvels <coughs> happening, and yeah, I love it. It's all good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's great. Um, we do have a bit of a bit of time to wait for the Marvels, so the hype will will definitely build up with some, you know, trailers and whatnot. That will slowly come out, um, but we've got a couple of movies to get through before that happens. Because um, from here, oh, and shows. Because from here, we've got She-Hulk starting in about three weeks' time. That's going to introduce um, Doctor Doom, and that hope that yep, that'd be cool if they do that. We'll see. <laughs> if they do, I will. I will combust. Um, <laughs> So that's so you got you got that to look forward to. Kendall combusting. Um, uh, yeah, She Hulk, and then um, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever, Black Panther two, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, and then the Marvels. But we'll also have I think Secret Wars within that time somewhere, and the Guardians Christmas special. Yeah, for for this year. Yeah. And also we got Comic Con coming up next week. Comic Con, yes, yes. Not to within not a to. Week, yeah. Yeah. Um, so next next week, our episode will um, yeah will mostly focus on whatever news comes out of Comic Con. Um, so hopefully, obviously, as uh, I said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, Marvel Studios will be appearing at Comic Con. But the word is that they are saving the bigger announcements for D twenty three. Yeah. Which make which makes sense. Um, so but, we're getting the uh, appetizers. Yeah, so uh, I'm, you know, I, I, I mean, agreeing with um, Kevin and Mark in Fat Man Beyond, where they, they seem to think we're going to get a Wakanda Forever trailer at Comic-Con. I think oh, yeah, that's definitely. true. I think that's definitely true. Because um, they start wrapping up the um, the advertisement <laughs> for that. Yeah, and we'll I reckon we'll get a trailer for She-Hulk as well. Because um, we need another trailer, and especially considering the fans are just not stopping going on about the CGI, which, which fair enough. And I'm like, just, just deal with it and move on. I'm so, like, I'm so glad that 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 news broke. Did you hear about it? Uh, tell me. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Uh, a lot of uh, via, um, uh, graphics artists have actually come out as like it's, it's not too great. Oh yeah, the here. whole yeah, the whole 
you know, scan well, not scandal, but like, you know, sort of scandal about how, yeah, they've all said that Marvel Studios uh, projects aren't the best to work on because of the conditions they are forced to work with. Yeah, and try um, to get everything done at the same time. Yeah, that fucking sucks to hear. <laughs> I've had, I've had my, um, I've had like little inklings of that might be happening, but this coming out is like, it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, question it. It's like, come on, give these people more time. Yeah, give them more time because then you see this backlash that you get when you make them rush. And you make them, you know, you take away the time, you know, to, for them to put in the, the work that's going to be, you know, all all worth it at the end of it. So why are you rushing them? Like, it's, I just, yeah, it's, that's shit. Yeah. So I, I, I love Marvel, but that's shit. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on CGI ever again. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I... I yeah, I I heard that, and I remember I thought back to when we discussed the trailer, and I was like, oh okay, but we didn't know, so no, no, you know. no, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna like <laughs> rate it uh, retroactively, going oh you should have known. There's like no yeah, one knows. Yeah, no, there's no there's no point in doing that. Yeah. Sometimes but Reddit is know. a good thing. Yeah, but we know now, so we will watch what we say. Yeah. Watch, watch, watch what I mean, still go. You, you have to laugh. It's like, how come people complaining is like, how come a seven foot green female doesn't work? Maybe because there's nothing in real life that actually reflects that. Yeah, like it's our brains trying to process what's what we're what we're seeing, and it's just not coming back correctly. Surely, paint her green and. You know, size her up. That's easy, isn't it? I know how to make films. Yeah. <laughs> and it's that shit as well. It's like, it's like, oh, I could do this easy. See, blip, 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 blip. There you go. It's all good. Maybe because that's a moving picture and you just did Photoshop. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. And also, um, Ash is looking forward to the Doctor Strange 2. Uh, trailer. Cool. <laughs> I got nothing on that. No. Oh, well, speaking of season two or number two, um, we'll probably get something for What If season two as well, because that's also coming this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a and lot we'll more people going to be in that as well. Yeah, and we'll finally get to see... Um, the uh, Gamora episode that we didn't get to see last year. True. I forgot about so, that. Because yeah, they still, I, still try to finish that off. Yeah. But um, they didn't have time. They ran out of time. So, yeah. Anyway, hmm. so I don't have anything else to say about um, the finale of Ms. Marvel. So, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have anything, Mike? Um, anything else you want to touch on? Yeah. Maybe a season two after the Marvels. Maybe. Because yeah, we we need her to become an X Men. Yeah, put her in the X Men. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> we say that, and we also said we don't want X Men just yet. No, not yet. We're not talking about it tomorrow. 
We're talking yeah. about in like five years plus. And, an, and another ten years after that for Dark Phoenix. Yeah, don't ever. <laughs> I know. Just, it's it's cursed. Don't do it. I know. <laughs> it's a trap. I know. X Men only has two good stories, and you've done them already. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. X uh, uh like Wolverine the origin stories of like Weapon X and all that shit and also Dark Phoenix and that's it. Yeah, those are the good those are the good storylines. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm looking forward to one day, you know, getting different X-Men storylines. And hopefully they make sense. I'm sure they will. But still. Or even just like cameos in movies. Like, yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is, yeah, just, like, just, oh. just, just drip feed it, like you said, Mike. Just drip feed it. We don't need it all right now. Yeah. Oh, there was, it was like a. No, I can't remember. Never mind. It'll be too long to I remember. I yes. Think, I think there was a, a reference to going up uh, to a different area in Miss Marvel. It's like, oh, that's where, that's where the, that's where the X Men. X-Men school is like over, over there somewhere yeah it's like ah because going back going back it's like oh they're making reference to X-Men and shit yep yeah it's very exciting and it's very very exciting and because of uh, what happened with um, Spider-Man and how uh, Damage Control is looking after their uh, looking after them and we've got this as well uh, it it's only time will tell us like oh we need a registry for all these new uh, superhumans because stuff happened. Yep. And then we're gonna see some bigotry. Yay. <sighs> Woo! Bigotry storyline. Yeah, allegories for being gay and 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 the other. <laughs> the other. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And then and we're going to hear a lot of shit off. people saying, oh, it's woke now. It's like, have you not read X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you literally understand where this came from? You do, um, know, you do know the concept of critical thinking, don't you? And, mm, and cryptic metaphors. <laughs> apparently not. No, I just know surface level shit. <sighs> yep. Anyway. Anyway. Enough of- Enough of that. I think we'll wrap it up there, shall we? We shall. We shall. That was our spoiler chat of Ms. Marvel episode six, the finale called No Normal. Um, yeah, exciting no normal. stuff. Oh, even in Exci- the title. Yeah. What is normal? What is normal? Doesn't exist. Not All you, right. you mutant freak. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, cool. Well, there's nothing left to do. There's no more show. That's it. We're done. Yeah, We're out. Let's go. Home. Another episode in the books. And, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Remenda. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Words. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the Freddy Alien, you can head on over to youtube.com 
That's slash fredthealienproductions.com. And you can also find us on everything else that we're streaming on. We've got the Facebook, we've got the YouTube, and we've got the Twitch now. Twitchies. Yes. Yep, we're doing it. It's happened. We're on Twitch Twitch. now. We're on Twitch. Let's watch old reruns of Judge Judy. That's what they do, though. Play games? Let's play solitaire. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That'll be fun. And um, you, you just, just experienced, experienced a, podcast a podcast called Fred. Fred. Experiencing it through your ear holes, eye holes, and nostrils because it's smell-o-vision. It sure is. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you all very much. Thank you. And remember... Oh, why isn't that not working? Remember there to we eat go. beef. Remember to eat beef. Remember, Loki lives. Freddy <laughs> dies. <laughs> the Doctor is in and I'm in the alternative universe of everything's upside down and inside out and also tastes like cinnamon. Mm. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just going to that. Remember to look after yourself and your mental health. Yes, please do. Please do. Until next time. Next time, next time. And. 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 And.